Prayer. It is Thursday, uh, January the 5th. And so we are five days into 2023. God bless you today. I missed you yesterday, but glad we can be together today. I missed you at morning prayer. Uh, we did not have it yesterday, but thank God we are together today. Amen. So come on in, say hello uh, when you join, and uh, I will greet you. Let me just pull this up, make sure we are communicating correctly. We are. There we go. Uh, I'm just grateful to the Lord. Yeah, January 5th. Good morning, Eric. God bless you. And yeah, it's January 5th already. It's crazy. We can already say 2023 is going by fast. <laughs> We're only a few days in. Praise the Lord. Uh, so today uh, is Thursday, as I said. Uh, and this will be the last time that we're together for a little bit, uh, in terms of a set time of when we could come together to pray. Uh, we'll be leaving tomorrow morning, early tomorrow morning for, uh, California. We're going to, uh, the Holy Ghost meetings at World Harvest Church in Murrieta, California. Uh, and so we'll be gone from, uh, tomorrow morning all the way till next Thursday. Uh, and so, uh, for right now, uh, we've just canceled uh, morning prayer, but at some point during the day, uh, you might get a notification saying that, uh, our page is live and, uh, maybe we could pray together for a few minutes. Uh, the time change is a little, uh, it's, you know, three hours behind us. So it's going to be a little, uh, <laughs> difficult, but we will try as best as we can, because I love coming on here and, uh, keeping in touch and praying with you. I think that's very important. And so we'll do our best to do that uh, through the week. But today will be our last formal time of prayer for a few uh, days until next uh Thursday or Friday at the very least because we're traveling. Uh, but today we are together. So let's take advantage of it. Amen. Good morning and happy uh, Thursday to you, Ivan. Uh, good evening to you, Maricon. God bless you today. Uh, I was reading in Romans chapter four, verse 17. Bless the Lord. Yes, we do. We praise the God of miracles. Amen. In Romans chapter 4, 17, uh, Paul in, in the book of Romans, it's a different uh, type of book than his other epistles because he's writing to the Jews. He's not writing uh, specifically to uh, us who are not Jews. He's writing to the Jews. I mean, but we can get a lot from it. Uh, not saying that we dismiss it uh, because it's very important for us too. It applies to us because he's talking about the principles of the kingdom of God. And so, uh, but he was telling them, uh, you know, they were talking a lot about the law. Good morning and God bless you, Linwood. Hallelujah. And so he was talking, you know, they talked a lot about the law and, and, and causing uh, a lot of disruption because they were hearing his message. Uh, but then they were putting, you know, this is what we eat. This is what we don't eat. They were putting a lot of rules and, 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 and keeping the law of Moses and all of that. And it was kind of getting confusing for others, you know? And so, uh, he said, he was telling them, listen, in, in verse, uh, four, uh, Romans four, verse 17, he tells them, listen, for the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking. And what he was saying is the emphasis of the kingdom of God, this is not it. This is, it's not about eat what you eat, what you should eat, what you shouldn't eat. It's not, that's not what it's about. But he said it's about, and the emphasis and what matters is righteousness, our right standing uh, with God. The fact that we have a right to stand in his presence, that we were made right uh, to come to him boldly. 
peace, the wholeness and completeness uh, we receive in him and joy, which gives us inner strength. He said, that's what the kingdom, that's what matters in the kingdom of God. Uh, these are the things that matters, not the other things. He said, these matter. And this is what gets God's approval. And so uh, in verse 19, he tells us to eagerly pursue what makes for harmony. And so he, he kind of tells them, listen, you guys are dwelling on the things that are not important and you're being distracted from the things that are important. And he talks about righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Good morning, Jessica. God bless you today. And so, uh, you know, I, I spent some time studying that out for myself, but the thing that I wanted to, to, to bring up here and that we'll pray in line with is that joy, the joy. Uh, yesterday during service, we talked about the show, The Amazing Race, and some of the lessons I got from that, from watching this past season. And uh, it's one of the things that my husband and I really enjoyed was the one couple who was just joyful throughout the entire uh, race. And they just enjoyed the views. They took everything in, every moment in. And they'd look at each other and like, can you believe we're here right now? Even when they had the same challenges, the same opportunities to get angry at their partner because, you know, she read the map wrong <laughs> or he took the wrong turn and made them go out 45 minutes more than they needed to. Or when she couldn't, uh, she didn't, you know, successfully complete the challenge the first time. What Whatever it was, they had opportunity like everybody else did, but they chose not to take that opportunity. Uh, we all have opportunities uh, to uh, get out of joy. To And when I mean get out of joy, because joy is a fruit of the spirit. Joy is one of the fruits of our spirit, uh, our recreated spirit. And so when we receive Jesus, remember we get a new spirit and joy is a part of that. It's a fruit that we bear in our spirit. And so it's always there, uh, but we have to develop and grow in it. How? By feeding that joy, uh, by giving it proper nutrition. And we do that by the word of God. So I was looking at a few verses of scripture regarding joy. First Peter 1, 8 says, uh, this joy... Uh, I'll read it to you because before I tell you what the original says, uh, or not the original, but the lexicon says, uh, let's see, let me go to first Peter. If you have your Bible, you can turn there to, uh, first Peter one verse eight. It says, where are we? All right. I'm going to do it in new living. So first Peter one, eight, it says, you love him. Uh, yeah, you love him even though you have never seen him. Though you do not see him now, you trust him. And you rejoice with a glorious, inexpressible joy. Inexpressible joy. Some say unspeakable joy. Uh, some translations. But what this is, is a joy that's tough to fully describe, articulate, uh, or report. It's tough to communicate or convey. And, and it says full of glory. It says this joy that's full of glory, unspeakable joy, full of glory, the full weight of the, who the source of that joy is, which the source of joy that we're talking about is the Lord. So you have his full weight of joy and it's just hard to convey. Uh, it's hard to explain. There have been moments in my life where, uh, joy was not something that you would call for. Uh, you'd say, well, 
you know, it should be the opposite of joy right now. But, uh, when, when you have that flow of joy in your life and you develop that fruit of joy, uh, it just comes up in you just like peace. Peace is also a fruit, you know, and, and it will, the more you develop in it, the more you'll see it without even having to do anything. You know, a lot of times we have to stir up joy. When you have to really stir it up, woo, stir it up, stir up the joy. When you have to do that, it's because it's not developed yet like it should be. Because this joy will just flow. Uh, if you can stay in the flow of joy, you can stay in it. it it's not, okay, joy, no joy, joy, do, no, no, it should be a consistent flow. Anything that God does and gives us should be consistently seen in our lives. But again, we have this flesh to contend with, so it gets in the way. But joy should be a consistent and constant flow from our spirit. The more we develop and grow in, in the fruit of joy, the more we won't have to stir it up. It will just be there. <laughs> it will just, we just step on into joy no matter what and we never step out of it and that can be that way I, I know individuals I talked about this yesterday I know individuals that they're always in joy they seem like they're strong individuals and you think their life is perfect there's nothing that ever happens in their life because they don't talk about it they're not making everybody else miserable because they are no they they have this consistency about them and then when you talk to them you find out they had just moments of hell on earth in the past like six months and you're like what like major things like cancer attacked their body. They lost a, a, a young infant, you know, when, when the infant was two or three years old. They, I mean, like major things that would have sidelined anybody else. And, and you would have heard all about it if it was someone else, if it was me, <laughs> you know, but you didn't hear it. They, they just were consistent and they didn't ignore it but they were inconsistent. They were consistent with that flow of strength. Joy is strength. The joy of the Lord, it says in Nehemiah, is our strength. They were consistent with that flow. They had that, they operated in that flow. Why? Because God gave them more joy than he gave you? No. Because God gave them more of the Holy Spirit than he gave you. No. God gave them more faith than he got. No. None of those things are true. God gave us each of those things equally. The reason why we see things operate in the lives of others more than our lives is because they've developed in those things. Those things are received by faith in God and they have put a demand on it more than we have. That's all. They've just put more of a demand by feeding their faith, uh, feeding themselves concerning that. So their faith has increased concerning that. And they have put a demand on that power. And so they're seeing more of a flow of it in their lives. Guess what? If they can do it, anybody can do it. Everybody can do it. It's just a matter of how much we really want it. You know, I can say I want this in my life or I want that in my life, but my actions prove whether that is true or not. 
you know, I, I can say I want an awesome marriage. I want a great marriage. I want, I, ooh, I want to be one with my partner. But if I'm not doing anything concerning that, and if they're not doing anything concerning that, guess what? It's just a dream. It's a wish, right? It's a wish. And so I can say, Lord, I want to be used by you. Oh, just use me, Lord, use me. But I'm doing nothing to grow and develop in the gifts and the callings. And I'm not showing up to church, making my supply available. I'm not doing those things that he's coming to do. I'm, I'm limiting him and what he can do through me. And, you know, some will say, well, if God wants me to have it, he'll, he'll, he'll give it, he'll just pour it out of me. No, but there's a receiving that we have to do. And that receiving is by faith. And that receiving is, okay, let me see what it says I need to do in order to have that. Because there's conditions for the things that God deposits on the inside of us. He's not just going to entrust someone with his power that all they're doing is sitting on the couch watching TV. Why do you need power to sit on the couch and watch TV? Just, I mean, he'll help you hold your head up, I guess. But we don't need extra power to sit on the couch and watch a show, binge watch a show. No, but if I'm going to go out, I'm going to spread the good news. I'm going to lay my hands on the sit like he tells me to. I'm going to do the things that he's asked me to do. Then I need power. And so then that I step into the flow and meet with that power. The same with joy, the same with joy. And so, uh, we see here that joy is calmness, delight, gladness. Nehemiah 8.10 says the joy of the Lord is our place of safety and protection and a stronghold. That's what, the, that's what it means by it's our strength. It's our place of safety and protection. Psalm 1611 says in your presence is in abundance or fullness or satisfying joy. Hallelujah. So if I'm lacking some joy, guess where I need to go in his presence, because there's an abundant flow. There's a satisfying flow. There's a fullness flow of joy in his presence. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Philippians 4, 4, Paul says to rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. This word here uh, is, is the, the part of the root word of joy is charis, which is grace or favor. That's it. That's can be, uh, we associate joy with the favor of God and with the grace of God, because it is a grace to be able to have joy. It's an inner joy, not an external joy. It comes from within. That's why even in the worst situations, we can have that joy. It's a grace to have that joy in our lives. Amen. So it, it's not dictated by if the day is good, if the sun is shining, if everyone in my household behaves, uh, you know, if the moon and the stars align. If it's not dictated or predicated by any of those things, it's always present. Joy is always present on the inside of me. How much of it I walk in depends on how much of a demand and a withdrawal I make on it. That's what we're talking about. Joy is always present. But how much I put a demand on it and how much I stir it up is how much I will walk in. Amen. Glory to God. So Romans 15, 13 says, may the God of hope or the God uh, of uh, who, what we expect from him, our expectation of him, fill you with all joy. See, he's given us all the joy. 
He hasn't withheld some from this one, given that one full joy. And then that one may be a little bit of joy. You get some, you get a little bit, you get, you need a lot. No, everybody gets all of his joy. So it says, may he fill us because he's the source of joy. There is no true joy and happiness and gladness apart from God. The world is seeking joy, but that's why you see many with much money and much fame and much power and much position take their own lives because there's no joy present. There's no joy present. Why? Because they're missing the source of joy. Joy flows from the father and joy, joy flows from his spirit to our spirit. And they're missing that without that. We can't have joy. Good morning, Mr. Rob. And God bless you today. Thank you, sir. And so it says, fill you with all joy and peace in believing our faith. Here's, here's the condition here. There's a connection between our faith and expectation in God and the feeling that we receive. So how much I expect it and how much faith I have that God fills me with joy is how much I'm going to walk in. And so, uh, it's important that we believe this. And, and the more I, I read about this in the word of God, the more I study it, the more my faith gets increased for it. Amen. Because sometimes we, we don't know what we don't know. And so the more I hear about it and fill myself up with scriptures on joy, the more I'm going to desire it. And then the more I'm going to expect it and make a withdrawal on it. Amen. So glory to God. So we have the same Holy Spirit who is the distributor and of joy in each of us. And he gives to each of us equally. Amen. And so how much I walk in is determined by how much I make a demand on my faith. My faith is the one that makes that demand on it. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. All right. Let's pray together this morning concerning this. And, uh, you know, this will be the last time again, that formally for morning prayer that we're going to pray together until possibly next Friday, just because I'm traveling and the time difference is different. And I don't know what the Wi-Fi will be with be like, I will plan on coming. It may just be on Facebook with my phone, uh, and, and just coming on and, you know, trying to pray together. Uh, but formally for morning prayer, uh, this will be. And so I want to make sure that for the rest of this week and beyond that we are tapping into the joy, walking in the full flow of joy that's been made available to us. Amen. You want that for yourself too. I know. And so let's just pray about that today and be reminded anytime that there's opportunity to not have that joy. Come back to this. It's January 5th. Write it down. Joy, January 5th. And come back and listen and fill yourself up with the word of God regarding joy. Go in your Bible app and under discover, put joy, then select Bible. It will give you all the verses regarding joy. And then you could just read about joy, read about joy. And joy is so important because again, it's our place of safety. This is where we have strength. Uh, this is where we, we, we can continue our race where we won't quit, uh, because joy it's, it's important. It's, it's a, a, a important fruit of the spirit. That's why the Lord chose to impart that to you and I into our spirit. Uh, all the things it says he withholds nothing good from any of us. Any who desire it can have it. And so we thank you, father. 
We give you praise. We give you honor and we give you glory for your joy today. We thank you, Father. It's the joy that's in from the inward man. It's not external, so it's not based on what's happening around us, but it's internal. And we thank you for your joy today. We thank you, Jesus. You said that our joy may be full. You want our joy to be full. You want us to walk in the full flow of joy. And you told us to stay in your word in order for that to happen. And so we do that. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for that reminder today. We thank you for the reminder that your word and joy are one. And so we thank you that as we get in your word concerning joy, the fruit of joy, we can grow and develop in this fruit and we can never uh, be without it. It will, it, it doesn't have to deplete, uh, or, uh, or not. We, we can always have that full flow of it in our lives. It can always stay, uh, full. And so we thank you for that. We thank you for the ability to walk in an abundance of joy every single day of our lives. We thank you, father. We thank you. And with our faith, we put a demand on that joy and we stir it up in the name of Jesus. Joy in the Holy Ghost. Joy in the Holy Ghost is ours today. Joy in the Holy Ghost is ours today. We stir ourselves up concerning joy. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Hallelujah. It is our place of protection and safety. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. We rejoice in you, Lord. Always, always we rejoice. And, and when it seems that there might be an end to joy, no, we're just tapping into it. It's just the start of joy. It's just the start of it. And so we thank you. We thank you. We thank you, Father, that in your presence, there's fullness, there's abundance, there's a satisfying joy for all people, for anyone who would believe and receive it. And so we lay hold of joy by faith in Jesus name. And we develop this fruit of joy on the inside of us. And we thank you that no matter what situation, no matter what it is that's in front of us, that we'll walk through it with joy. As, as Paul said, I run my race with joy, just as Jesus did. You told us in Hebrews to consider Jesus consider Jesus who the joy that was set before him endured the cross endured the cross for the joy and and where the joy that was set before him he knew that God was going to have his family back his fellowship back and so we thank you father for the joy that Jesus had and we thank you that we have the same joy available to us and so we tap into that joy today oh hallelujah we stir it up we stir it up we stir it up in the name of Jesus glory to God glory to God glory to God Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. We thank you for the joy. We thank you for the joy that's on the inside. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. And we purpose in our hearts to walk in your joy, in your fullness of joy 
every day, every day, every moment of the day in the name of Jesus will not go without, will not go without in Jesus name, will not go without in Jesus name. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. You know, uh, one indication of joy, you know, your face <laughs> and how we act shows if you're in joy or not. You know, we've sung song in church, uh, it, you know, different songs in church about joy. And you look out as someone who has led praise and worship before you look out at people and you're like, mm, I wonder if they realize what they're singing about because they're like, you know, I'll, I'll use the old song. I've got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart, down in my heart, down. You know, this is what they look like when they're singing it. And you're like, dude, <laughs> tell your face that you have joy. <laughs> tell your voice that you have joy. Tell your body language that you have joy. Your body language says a lot. And the, the enemy will see that. Uh, Eric was watching, uh, some, some, uh, type of reality show, uh, yesterday, just real quick when we got home and it's like a special forces training and they have like Montel Jordan. I don't know if you know, he's a pastor now, but they have Montel Jordan on there and the girl from seventh heaven, that show. And, and, and they're putting them through all these things that special forces, you know, have, I'm, I'm sure it's more than that. Cause they wouldn't be special if they were just doing this. And so, um, uh, this, the girl from seventh heaven. Uh, she was the younger girl on there. Her body language was like this. I mean, hunched over. She's 41 years old. She's almost 10 years younger than I am. And she's looks like she's 80. You know, the way her body language is, she's just like so guarded and so sad looking. And she has no confidence or self-image at all. But you could see that she begins to lift her posture. The more activities they put her through, her posture is coming up. I hope by the end of the show, it comes up even more. But that's how the, the enemy looks at you and looks at how you, your body language to see, let me see here. They're saying one thing, but what's their body language say? And if you're, you know, your head is down and you have no confidence and no smile on that face and you just look, he's like, I got them. And then he starts to suggest other things. And, and, and if we are not in the flow of joy, we'll get distracted and let them lead us off into depression. Well, let us, let him deceive us and lead us off into depression. And that's a de depression is a depletion of joy. There's no joy when there's depression. And so, uh, that's not what a child of God is supposed to, uh, be like, right? Uh, there's, th that's not what, that's not the life of a child of God. Uh, the, the a child of God is supposed to have a life filled with joy because it's in the presence of God. And we're supposed to stay in the presence of God and live and abide in the presence of God. So stir yourself up with joy. Stir yourself up and uh, tell your face that. And when you sing songs like, I've got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Let people know, I got it. I got the joy. You know, we even used to add a where, and we'd be like, down here in my heart, you know, just go crazy about it. <laughs> Let the joy of the Lord overtake you. If you uh, have a problem stirring up that joy, just start laughing. Start laughing. But it's not a, it's a serious situation. Yeah, laugh. I know it goes against everything that uh, we know in the natural and your mind is going to go, what? But you know what else is going to go, what? The devil. Why are they laughing? 
They don't got anything to laugh about. Look at this situation in front of them. But if you'll just ha, 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 ha. Ha, 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 Then uh, the Holy Spirit, remember we said he's your helper? So the Holy Spirit will grab hold together with you and he'll help you laugh. You'll have a laugh that will be from you from the inside, but with his help. And, and most of the time when that happens, you can't stop laughing <laughs> and have a good, real good laugh. Uh, laughter is medicine and healing to your body. There's nothing wrong with just sitting down and laughing because it is, it says that laughter is medicine to your, uh, uh, it's medicine to your bones and to your body. And so let the joy of the Lord change even the, the things that are in your body. Let it change you. Let, let it be medicine uh, for your body in everything you do. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. I love it. I love it. Glory to God. <laughs> yeah, this is how we do it, right? I love it. Montel Jordan's song. Uh, Montel Jordan was actually at a Celtics game. They had 90s day when we were there uh, last year or this past year. And so he did that song. It was awesome. Uh, I'm talking to Jessica. Uh, but my friend uh, who used to be a praise and worship leader here at a church uh, does praise and worship for him at his church. He was at one church and now he started a home church. Uh, you can look it up. I forget the name of it. I'll have to give it to you. But my goodness. They just have a good old time. I, I used to love Montel Jordan. Praise God that he is in the kingdom. Amen. Glory to God. All right. Well, thank you all for joining us. God is amazing. He wants us to enjoy our, our race of faith. We should not be miserable. The people who serve God and love God should be the happiest people on the planet. We should be, and others should see that because that will attract them to God. If we're miserable, they'll be like, I'm miserable on my own. Why do I need him? So don't be miserable. You be excited about God and stay in joy and let others be attracted because you're attractive to them. Amen. Glory to God. I love you. I will be on here formally next Friday for uh, morning praise, but through the week, hopefully I'll be able to get on here and see you, but I love you. God bless you. Have